she also knew that she couldn't do it. Most of her own magical training had come late in life, aside from the skills she had been born with, and she had only really mastered a few things. The kids, not just kids, she reminded herself, spotting a middle-aged man with a backpack and a business suit, would know more than she did soon if they didn't already. A small crowd gathered to watch the jugglers. Joy scanned the auras, not expecting to find much. There were about 10,000 students enrolled at Gooseberry Bluff, but Joy didn't think the person or persons she was looking for would be among them. Someone was listening to a radio and shushed the crowd as a news report came on. A heart stopper, someone said. Joy took a few steps closer to the radio. Attack was foiled by the KNPA in Seoul. The discovery was made less than an hour ago, and details are still coming in, but it appears that a downtown subway station was the target. We'll have more on this story as it develops. Joy listened until it was clear that there was no more information on the story, and then she went inside. The inside of the building was pleasantly cool after the hot sun. She checked the big clock in the lobby and hurried across to the open staircase, ascending to the second floor. Another heartstopper. No. She squeezed her eyes and shook her head. She couldn't do anything about that, not from here. She had to focus on the job at hand. The college library was at the top of the stairs. As she was about to enter, she noticed a table next to the door and a sign above it. Feline allergies? Please spray hands and face before entering. Joy stared at the antique perfume spray bottle on the table for a moment. Then, because she was not allergic, she just opened the library door and walked in. The smell of books, wood pulp and ink and glue and just a touch of must was so thick inside that for a moment after inhaling it, Joy thought she might be drunk. She blinked and leaned against a nearby study table. Opposite the entrance, floor-to-ceiling windows looked out over the river to the east. Tables and reading chairs were set near the windows, but to either side of them, the shelves extended as far as Joy could see, farther, she felt certain, than the length of the building itself. She spotted the circulation desk and crossed over to it, but no one was there, and there was no bell or buzzer that she could see. She looked around for some kind of a reference desk. The place seemed to be deserted. A gray and black cat leaped up onto the circulation desk next to her, glanced at her sidelong, and stretched its forepaws out in front of it. Joy could see that the wood was already lightly scratched in many places. Hello there, she said. The cat finished stretching its front legs, straightened up, and sat down in front of her. Are you the only one here? she asked. The cat curled its tail around its feet and stared at her. Joy had heard of working animals. Supposedly, the Canadians had wolves helping them with their border patrols, and there were all those rumors about the Navy and its dolphins. She'd just read an article about a treaty that the Maasai had signed with the elephants of Kenya and Tanzania. She had never heard of a cat running a library, but she didn't see anyone else here. She looked around once more, but saw nothing but the shadow of the bluff crossing the river and the stacks extending off into infinity. So, 
she said to the cat. Can I talk to you about placing some books on reserve? He's not much help with books unless they're dangling from a string. A tall man with dark hair, graying at the sides, approached the desk. He wore a pair of reflective silver pants and a drab gray polo. His shoes were black patent leather, shined to a midnight sheen. Joy jumped and let out a breath. Oh, you surprised me, she said. Where did you... I'm sorry. The man's aura was unusual. Indigo with a corona of orange-red. Joy read him as confident, intuitive, and sensitive. We don't have any student guides at the moment, so I was doing a little shelving. We usually don't do much business the first week. He had an accent, probably Australian, or maybe New Zealand. You nearly had an ambulance crew and a coroner in here, Joy dug through the leather satchel at her side and produced...